At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMMLP operating out of Burlington from 105.9 The Radiator. Good evening, it's The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proxer, and it brings me great pleasure to introduce you to tonight is Content Clown. Hello, how's it going? You did a great job with the name. Thank you, yeah. Content Clown, Content Clown, and then occasionally Bex. Occasionally Bex. Um, well, I'll, I'll interchangeably go through the whole three uh, as we go through this interview. Um, how are you doing? How, how does a clown fare in a snow? I mean, your clothes aren't particularly practical for it. Practicality is for the, the, the lizards. Mm. I've been born to adjust. I see. Uh, you say that because they have the beards and it keeps them warm in the face. And, uh-huh. Yeah, and like, they store the sun. Right, right. Keeps it underneath. They keep it underneath their cloaks. It's like a permanent warm blanket under there. Exactly. Uh, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, well, we like kicking off with the song. So what have you got for us? Well, reverb knob operator, <laughs> Maya Gilmore. The first song I'm going to play for you is called The Song You've Never Heard. It's a story song. You're on a nude beach in Seattle. You're with two of your best friends who will one day be two of your worst enemies, but you're not thinking about any of that now because you're happy. You watch the fog roll across the water and as if releasing the ghost, you start to sing. My first love was a forest firefighter. I watched her as the flames grew higher and higher. My first love wasn't afraid of the sun, but she was the daughter of one of those precious boys you see in the mirror. She taught them peculiar kinds of fear. My first love wasn't afraid of the red flower. My first love saved all the jungle creatures with her song and it Content Clown with the song you've never heard. 
Uh, quite the story you've got there. Is this uh, autobiographical? Oh, what happened to me? Well, I was sitting on a nude beach. In Seattle? In Seattle. And I was with two of my best friends, who are now two of my worst enemies. Mm. But I couldn't say that I've ever had a first love, mm. because the love has never stopped. I see. So I did a continuous love. And uh, is the love still dead and gone, or is that was that... Ah, not kind dead. Of waxing lyrical. I mean, all. dead and alive still. Mm. Dead in its current, in its old form. Mm. Alive again in a new form. Oh, wonderful! So it, it went through the whole phoenix kind of uh, rebirth process, Forest which is fire great. Yeah. of love. There we go. Uh, tying this all back to the song. This is great. <laughs> um, so, content clown, content mm-hmm. clown. Uh, tell us a little bit about you know your history, your genesis. Where did you come to be? How are clowns born? Oh, that's such a good question. And I feel like first I must address the problem of my name. Because many, many wonder. Content? Content? I'm confused. And the real thing of it all is that when I'm on the internet, I'm content. When I'm in real life, I'm content. So here now, I am content content and a clown. And being born, wonderful question. I love to be born. It's so good. Have you guys tried it? Once, and it was pretty harrowing, but uh, I'm glad you enjoy it. Oh, I mean, the harrowing is a part of it, for sure. And to be born as a clown, well, secretly, you all are right now being born as clowns. Because we are all clowns. Um, We are, well... Most of us, I think, at least, are, are clowns, at least at some points in, in our lives. Uh, you, you, on the other hand, have decided to remain born and living as a clown. So when, when did you make that decision? Uh, so, you know, if you're sitting in your room and one day you're like, this is who I want to be, but forever. Oh, yes. Good question. I felt like it was after 45 got elected mm. because I realized that none of this pretending like any of this was normal was probably not not sensical so the most sensical thing to do would probably be to be a clown yeah no that that makes a lot of sense actually um so yeah rather than actually having to uh to to take all this at face value you're like well sod this this is quite clearly ridiculous and i might as well embrace that fact yeah and i started street performing as a clown because I was trying to hopefully bring people some joy mm-hmm. and wonder in a world that feels very sad sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how was your first street performance as a clown? Was it was it nerve-wracking? Did you feel like you were too serious? Were you too silly? When did you find your happy medium? Oh, that's such a good question. I feel like it, it's funny to think of myself as a clown sitting down in my first... <laughs> street performance in Mm. Boston. I sat down and I played that song that I just played for you all. That was actually one of the first songs I'd ever written. Mm. And somebody gave me McDonald's French fries as a tip. I didn't make any money, (laughs) but somebody gave me French fries. And if it was because they were feeling bad for me, I'm glad because I love French fries. 
were they uh, were they hot and fresh, or were they kind of like you know they've left been left in the fryer for a bit too long and, oh. and left standing? They were steamy. Oh, they were fresh. They also put ketchup in the bag with them. It was a caring, a caring gift. So it wasn't sure. just like, you know, have a few french fries. It was a full, you know, have a serving of french it fries. It was a medium. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, very generous. Very generous. It's like, yeah. How have, uh, how has your street performance gone since then? Have you, have you since made cash or have you, do you now just accept french fries or other food? <laughs> in form of well, uh, if anybody, if you see me on the street, please give me french fries. <laughs> um, but I stand now mm. and I, I love it. I don't do it as much anymore, but it feels like reconnecting with a younger version of my clown. And I do make some cash now, but really I feel like those little gifts that people give you that aren't money are really the, the best ones. Like one time a person gave me, just came up to me at art hop, actually, if you're out there, um, they, they gave me a cup. Mm. And they said, this is a very magical cup. And I said, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, this is a very magical cup. I got to hold on to this cup. And then I found out when I was writing uh, my one-person show that that cup could hold perfectly this puppet. We haven't been introduced yet, and for those just listening rather than watching, um, you seem to have a friend with you. It looks like to be a maybe an alpaca or a llama. I'm not sure which. Would you like to introduce him? Them, or her? Or them? That, them? They are God. And I think they will introduce themselves in the next song. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll leave off for the moment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to let the tension build a little bit about having my first interaction with uh, our Lord and Saviour. <laughs> yes. Uh, um... <laughs> I once uh, interviewed a group that uh, did love to busk as well, you know, loved a bit of street performance, and they said their favourite thing to get was uh, vegetables when uh, when busking. I'm just wondering, what's what's been your favourite uh, what's been your favourite gift while while busking on the street? Well, the magical cup was pretty good. That's pretty high up there. But there was one one better than that, and it, somebody. Okay, so story time. I used to have this very magical rock necklace that had a naturally occurring hole in it. And it ha I wore it for many, many, many years. And I broke it off. It broke off. The, the string broke off. Mm. And then I was on my way to Art Hop the next year. Um, and I was restringing my clown nose. Mm. And I took the old string of the clown nose and I said, what do I do with this old string? It's so meaningful. It's been, it's been with me for so long. It has raspberries on it. <laughs> and I was like, where's that rock? And I had it in my car and I restrung the, the very mm. special rock and put it around my neck for that performance. And then when I was getting to the end of that performance, um, someone came up to me and they were like, I want to give you something. And they handed me a rock with a naturally occurring hole in it that looked almost exactly like the rock that I had. You saw it, reverb knob operator. It was very close. It was like, huh. I know, it was How magic. Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, either that or you've got yourself a very dedicated stalker. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. oh no, but me, Chris, don't find me. They sound kind at least. Um, uh, so your clown knows. Um, I, I want to know how long you've had it for. I feel like I feel like it, it, you have to be a certain caliber of clown to get a full professional clown nose. Uh, most clown noses you would see at a joke store or whatever are, are just fat and bulbous and, and very much round. I feel like when you get to a certain level of clownery, 
you get these more elongated ones that you're sporting. So when did you get your first clown nose? And, and when, how long have you had this one for? That is a great question, and I'd like to believe that I've always had it. <laughs> and I know that there is ideas out there about clowns and being a very serious clown and getting your clown nose. But as who I am, I want to destroy the hierarchy of clown. <laughs> destroy the hierarchy of clown. We are all clowns. You can go out and get a nose right now and you can be a clown. And you can do a formal training or you can watch a dog in the park and be very present with it. And then you became a clown. So that's what I think about that. There's multiple ways to graduate clown university. Mm. Uh, it's kind of clown anarchism. Clownarchism. Yes, clown anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Key. Uh, <laughs> uh Well, that's good to know. I, I've uh, now I know I can actually graduate being a clown. I've been waiting for years to try and get yes. enough credits, and Let's I, all round I, I, I didn't need that in the first place. Uh, well, I I feel like I build up the tension to meet God Ooh. enough at this point. Um, so I would love to hear your next song. Yes, we're gonna wait for the reverb. Waiting for the reverb. Waiting for the reverb. Specific reverb technician tonight, and we thank you for that. That's Maya. They're also an experimental percussionist. Uh, (laughs) Look up OUR on Spotify. Thank you very much, Maya. (laughs) You're uh, you're really holding this all together, to be honest. They really are. Uh, Well, uh, Content Clown, uh, please introduce us. This next song is called... Oh, holy woodpecker. Oh, holy woodpecker. Oh, holy woodpecker, come peck next to me. I too love to bang my head against an old dead tree. Oh, holy woodpecker, come peck next to me. I too love to bang my head against an old dead tree. Oh, holy woodpecker, holy, holy, I too love to bang my head against an old dead tree. Oh, holy woodpecker, come peck next to me. Your pecks are like a piece of bread. And I'm hungry, 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 that it all will lead me back. Oh, I know that it all will lead me back. Hungry, I'm to the meadow. To the meadow, 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 to the meadow,
content clown there with Oh Holy Woodpecker. Uh, I I got to ask. So, is uh, is is your friend um, the, your God, our God? Um, are they representing the woodpecker? Are they the woodpecker themselves? Are they the woodpecker's uh, uh, God? And they're in fact uh, the woodpecker is an acolyte of your friend. Yeah, I feel I deserve that. I, I shouldn't have questioned. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you've got quite the stare. Um, <laughs> uh, so, when did you encounter your... Uh, when did you encounter your... Your singing partner here? It was a dark and stormy night. In Texas. The mic is falling. It was a, a witch's birthday. Like it is sometimes. Her 50th birthday, very special. And at this party for the witch, who was turning 50, everyone said to me, Bex, you must meet this person named Faye. And I said, this person named Faye, okay, I will meet. And so we met. And I was scared of Faye, to be honest. But she told me her life story for a very, very long time. And in return for my listening ears, she began to give me many, many gifts. Hmm. One of them, a flamingo feather. One of them, a tarot card. And one of them, this. Wow. And I began dancing with the witch. And she said, Bex, you need to embrace your dark side. And I said, Okay. And so I hid this dark side under a box for many, many months until I was ready to see that it was just the unknown. And once I looked into the unknown, I was ready to see that it was God. Wow, a real kind of come to Jesus moment. Oh, holy <laughs> Come to woodpecker moment. Um, I'm curious to to know what you did with the flamingo feather and and the tarot card, and also what the tarot card was. The tarot card was of death. Hmm. Fitting. Yes, and the flamingo feather got squished into candle wax, accidentally. Okay. Sorry, Faye. Did uh did the candle get burnt in the end with the flamingo feather with it? Yes. Uh, uh, I guess that's kind of a fitting in for a, for a witch's flamingo feather. Totally. I, I do enjoy the fact, and maybe this is just a witch thing, that on the witch's birthday, you got presents. Maybe we should make that a witch tradition. I, moon expert? Does that seem like we should do that? <laughs> we have a moon expert here tonight. We, we, we do have a moon expert. Uh, <laughs> are you a moon expert? You're not by a microphone, so you're going to have to nod or shake your head, but are you an expert on witches as well? They're, they're being non-committal body language. Yeah, but, that's, that's a non-binary outfit. Answer, sorry. We are all witch experts. Witch expert anarchy! <laughs> and clowns. I'm, honestly, my, my resume is getting longer by the minute this evening. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about... Uh, so, you, you're a puppeteer, as well as... Uh, where are the clowns? So, your, your resume is fairly long, as well. Uh, you uh, you did a a tour last year. 
uh, with your mar- displaying your marionette abilities. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Where did you go? What did you see? Oh, yes. Well, that was the Brave New Worm tour. Um, that song that I just sang was a part of that show. Um, and I went with the Moon Expert. Like where I like to have a moon expert at all my shows, and they also played music with uh, with the tour, and we went many places and saw many things. Um, the most exciting things that we saw were the eyes of people that decided to sit and watch us, uh, and it was really fun. And there were lots of worms. The show that I was touring was called Brave New Worm, and there's an album out of the show if you want to listen. Did you bring the worms? Did you find the worms? Did the worms come to you after hearing about your album? Oh, good question. (laughs) Those worms were forged in Lexington, Kentucky by a dear friend of mine, at Material Drifter on Instagram, if you want to check out their work. My friend Kat, um, I was telling her about this idea for their show, and she just said, what if I made you a bunch of worms? And I said, yes. And then now those worms, they were plush worms and now they're distributed all throughout the tour sites people bought them and hug them and i have one that i hug and they're very very huggable no oh, a, a, a cuddly worm which is, that sounds uh, <laughs> sounds it, very nice and <laughs> how, how large were these worms like life size human sized about this big oh, wow. for the people listening at home i'm holding my hands up at a certain length that you'll have to imagine yeah <laughs> i mean that's uh that's a pretty significantly sized worm right there it's um, a, was a good worm yeah uh, a lot of your songs are animal-based. You've got woodpecky, you got worms. Uh, there is um, something about fishes' wishes. Fishy, That's the, the fish next wishes. one, yes. Um, do you have an affinity for the animal kingdom? Uh, do they speak to you and ask you to write these songs for them? Do you sing to them these songs yourself and they enjoy it? Tell us a little bit about your relationship with the animal kingdom. That is such a good question. You're becoming a very good friend, I think. This is good. Because, yes, I love... You You noticed. I love animals. I love... Well, I'm searching for God, maybe, through my art, through my singing, through my voice, through my questioning. And I see God in birds and in fish. And I think it's really hard to be a human. It's so, so hard to be a human. And I think that the creatures have something figured out that I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, hey guys, maybe, yeah. I, you know what? This actually comes into my head all the time. And I kind of also compare it to like how a mountain is always just a mountain. A mountain is never questioning the fact it's like something else. A mountain is never like, maybe I'm a tree or, or, or something like that. A mountain's really good at just being a mountain. In the same way, like a cat is really good at being a cat. If you ever watch a cat for a little bit, you never see a cat really question itself. As a cat, it's always like, I'm, I'm a cat. And I think humans have a real problem with, like, questioning themselves of, like, well, am I being a proper human or am I being the right human? And, uh, and animals don't really have that issue, nor do mountains or trees. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's something I like to, to try and learn from yeah. non-humans. Exactly, exactly. You're, 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 you're saying it, <laughs> whatever it is. Oh my God. I, I love that this, uh, this interview is being just as weird as I expected it to be before Good. we started. Um, so, uh, as you said, on your tour, the best thing you saw was, was the eyes of people looking at you. Um, what are the ideal eyes for you? Who's your ideal audience? Who's, who would you most want to play to, if oh, you could? Another good question. You should... You should interview people professionally. This is really good. Um, I think the ideal eyes are people who feel lost. 
um, and people who maybe think that they have to be something um, and are pretending to be an adult but actually just want to be a kid and want to be a clown and want to be a cat or a dog or woof woof, meow meow, bloop mm. bloop. Um, if you're fish listening out there, not the band, the animal, um, yeah. I'd love you to listen too, but I feel like you don't need to listen because you are it. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh, I, also, you know, sound doesn't travel too quite great over uh, the water, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be a bit muted. Um, well, we'd love to hear another song. And in fact, you know, great segue because we're talking about fish. Oh, an amazing segue, reverb knob operator. So yes, this song is a song that I wrote about everything we were just saying. Um, I have a quick question though before I start. What do you think the meaning of life is? Uh, I generally think it's so it's to be as as happy as you personally can be, whatever that might be for you. Um, I think there's not really other, much point doing anything else. Huh. Um, so whatever, wherever you really find happiness is where you should be investing most of your life. Huh. And what is happiness? Uh, I think it's a feeling of uh, contentness and, and warmth. Uh, Annie, Annie here kind of show is 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 that for me, to be honest. Um, so really, whenever wherever she is, uh, that's usually where I can find it. Aww. you know what? You guys sound just like God. <laughs> But I have a wish. 
and that wish is to be just like a fish. Yeah, I'm just trying to breathe, breathing easy. Content clown there with the fish's wish. Um, if you could be a fish, what kind of fish would you be? Angel fish. Oh, good answer. Because it's tropical and you get to be in the warmth, or because of the shape? Because it's an angel. It's an angel. And maybe it eats angel food cake. Hopefully, is that what they eat? Uh, you can try it. Yeah, yeah. I've, that's, we've got a fish expert over there. We've got this, so yes, <laughs> fish expert, uh, witch expert. That's all, all of us. us. That's all of us. Yeah. Yep. Uh, kissing fish would have been another good, uh, mm. a good one for that one. Um, so, um, you came out of this great album. Um, <laughs> bring, sorry, brave new worm, part live, part death. What a great name for an album as well. Is some of this the album live? Some of it's not quite live. Some of it, is, <laughs> some of it is live. Some of it is live from taken from recordings from the tour, and some of it is uh, uh, recorded in my bedroom, which almost killed me. So, <laughs> but I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> uh, does this mean that there is not going to be another album recorded entirely in your bedroom, and everything else from now on is going to be recorded on tour only? Oh, that's another good question. But I'm open to trying to die again. I feel like whenever you make a big creative project you die a little bit and then you get born and then you have an album and you're like well i'm glad i did that yeah no absolutely <laughs> and, and this is your first album right yeah yeah so that's the worst one i've heard you know oh, after the first one it gets a lot easier yeah, it's like kids if i was a woman i'd know but I don't. Uh, but that's <laughs> what i've been told you're yes. stretched <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's easier after the first anyway uh depends if you had the cesarean or not but um yeah so are you are you kind of currently wandering the meadows and the woods and trying to find new inspiration where where do you as a as a clown and a, a, a nature affinity person kind of find your inspiration definitely wandering the meadows yeah. though also through the darkness of the soul uh the next show that i'm working on is about time and i am really mad about time it goes so fast but then it goes so slow, and then it's like, ah, uh, it's over, and then you're like, oh my god, I'm still alive, oh. Uh. So uh, it's about that kind of is the next show. Are you? Uh, is, are we gonna bring in some of your singing partners from previous shows to play, or is it gonna be this time like a big, you know, watch or something, or you know, uh, what's gonna be incorporated in this act? Well, definitely going to bring a moon expert. That's yeah. for sure. Um, and actually, my collaborator slash love over here, O-U-R, is going to work on the show with me. And we are, I, I, we are working on, um, uh, well, I made at this artist residency recently. Have you ever heard of a cranky? No, please tell me more. It's like a box that has a scroll in it and you twist it and then a 2D sort of thing do you, you kind of yeah see it's, it? it's kind of like uh on scooby-doo where they're running through the hallways <laughs> and this is it's the same thing over and over again yeah exactly yeah, 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 yeah. exactly um and so i created a bike 
powered cranky. Oh. So the bike, the movement of the bike moves it. And we want the big ambition for the, the time show is that it will be completely bike bikeable and we'll bike tour it. That's the dream. And some of the puppets will be bike bike puppets oh i love so do you incorporate are you a big biker yourself do you incorporate this into your act intentionally because you you love cycling yes i love and i i love the last song i played in the i'll play tonight um was written while on a bike tour and i just love it just uh, it's like uh, yeah oh it's so good oh yeah you're just like rolling and then you're like with nature and it's like oh and i want to do that forever yeah right it's so good. Do, do you cycle with full clown regalia? Or do you have like a clown like cycle outfit? I haven't done that. Um, I did do, do a little bit of clown cycling when I was did my first bike tour. But if anybody out there wants to join me, I feel like that's like a group. You got a group. Yeah. Like, let's do it. Uh, Let's do it. I've uh, so I, I love cycling myself. I'm a yeah. big, big cycler. Um, we we done a 200 on 100. If you've ever done that one, that Whoa, was a, that no. was a grueling day. 200 miles crazy. in a day killed me. Body did not like that at all. Um, yeah. yeah, and I just feel like the cyclists themselves dress ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's yes, all lycra, skin tight. Um, you, you look stupid um, in the best way possible. I just feel like you could definitely create a clown outfit out of very regular cycling clothes. Oh, totally. Like, you're already halfway there. Yeah. The butt is very prominent in a mm -hmm. cycling outfit, mm -hmm. and people love that. Uh, I, I think you could probably <laughs> even go for the long shoes as well, you know what I mean? You're not yes. really walking too much, so they're not going to be too much of an impediment. You know, yes. uh, it, it, clown nose means your little nose isn't going to get too cold, which it occasionally does, especially if it's early morning, late at night. Yeah, just just through for thought. You know, what I, I mean, mean, if you want to join, I, uh, I'd, I'm I'd, so down. I'd be open to Annie it. Annie can just come saying, too. Yeah. Annie's, <laughs> Annie got her bike last last season, so we're looking to do a little bit of touring. So yeah, we'll, let's do it. See what happens. Clown bike tour. Clown bike tour. <laughs> uh, where? So you you went on a tour for the last album. Where did you go on your tour? Where where, where whereabouts was it? We started in Lexington, Kentucky, and it was kind of weave wobbly. We went to Providence, Rhode Island. We went to Portland. We went to New York City, baby. New York City. <laughs> uh, where else did we go? My terrible place to cycle by the way I guess. Yeah, yeah don't want to do good. that <laughs> you know, new jersey uh i'm definitely missing places pittsburgh uh philly portland providence there was a lot of p names brattleboro montpelier i think well, that was it. this was extensive how long did this take you like a month yeah like a month yeah it's a yeah. decent amount how many miles did you go in the end uh, I don't know. Well, that wasn't on bikes. That oh, was on, okay. that was on, that I was, was on driving. Okay. Got it. <laughs> that would about... be, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was doing this. This was going to turn into a biking interview rather than a clown interview. We should get, get back to the clowning here. Yeah. Um, a good uh, question that I was curious about when I was doing a bit of research is what is the Vermont clown community like? Uh, is it a welcoming group? Uh, have you learned a lot from them? Have you met a lot of them? Oh, shout out to everybody in Brattleboro, Vermont. There's a lot of awesome clowns in Brattleboro. And then I'm sure many are familiar with Bread and Puppet. Mm -hmm. And there's I haven't really been connected with them. But I'm hoping to draw. I think there's like the Northeast. The Northeast Kingdom has a great thing happening. Brattleboro has a great thing happening. But we need more clowns in central Vermont. So mm. if anybody... I teach workshops. We can play around. We need more clouds. I mean, we are all clouds, but yeah. 
Apart from those clowns at the state house, of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's like actually a it's a clown there's a clown school, clown college, clown summer camp up in the northeast kingdom, right? Yeah, there's, Circus Schmerkes. That's the one, Circus yeah. Schmerkes. Have you, have you much encounter? Have you encountered much with them? I haven't. Be- I've met people who've worked there, but it's uh, a lot of kids. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of kids, and I. I want to draw in the adults that want to be more like kids. I see. Have you ever taught, uh, I mean, apart from obviously graduating all of us from clown college today, have you taught other clowns how to clown? I mean, other humans. Other humans how to clown. Open humans. Yes, I have. um, I just taught a workshop with the Vermont Playback troupe. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm hoping to do more of it too. Uh, what's just uh, just? Can you tell us like what what happens lesson one? What 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 would we expect if we turn up to one of your workshops? Be funny. <laughs> oh. As you can tell, I struggle with that. Obviously, <laughs> sorry. Uh, You're doing great. Uh, this would be, be a bit of a worry. Um, well, we'd love to hear another song. So great. I'm going to sip go for some us? water. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Reverb Operator. This song is called Somebody. Closer to a leaf front. Closer to a leaf front. Closer to a leaf front. Closer to. Mushroom, I am just like you. I have thousands of genders too. My earlobe is a man. My tongue is doing the best she can. My toes. Closer to a leaf front, I am not somebody, I am just somebody, I am not somebody, I am just somebody, I am not somebody, I am just somebody, I am not somebody, I am just Bye. 
All right, somebody there by Content Clown. Uh, okay, lots of connections happening this evening. One, um, dying and becoming a mushroom in the next life is it's something Annie and I have talked about quite a lot, actually. This is our whole idea of how to live forever. Um, and we especially like this because they've started being able to try and communicate with mushrooms. I don't know if you've read about this. The, oh, please educate me. Yeah, so they've they've uh, they've kind of figured out what mushrooms sound like to each other by looking at the electrical signals that they send each other and, and providing kind of a audible like an audible kind of sound that goes with that. And you know, some very far off idea that you might we might one day actually be able to like communicate with mushrooms ourselves, which would be be really incredible if you could say anything to a mushroom what would you say uh, how do i become you I wanna, <laughs> yeah, uh, oh mostly God. how do i you know how do i start mushroom university yes. um i've graduated as a clown <laughs> i'm onto, onto the next I'm thing now <laughs> yeah, I'm expert. i feel like yeah. those things set you up really well to become yeah, a mushroom I, I, I would write them a long letter about how <laughs> how we would like to please join their crew yeah. uh we've also been watching the last of us recently and i feel really feel like it's kind of a zombie show but the zombies are mushrooms and are we really feeling an affinity with the zombies rather than the humans in it as well so, uh, but yeah I, I i love that song about mushrooms please tell us how you came up with that sorry i just went on a ramble for a while oh no i loved it um <laughs> i think i was also trying to communicate with the mushroom um and i i made this puppet of a mushroom because i just i i relate i just they've got something figured out and really if i could yeah I, I would ask them the same question if i could ask them a question like how are you doing it you, you seem so good like you you got it um yeah so i was just sitting in my my house and being like having feelings about being a gen gendered um and mushrooms i don't know if you know do have like thousands there's thousands of genders of mushrooms there it's like a very expansive uh, and so I was like, huh, I, I feel more like that than a woman or a man or, yeah. So it was coming from a feeling of like, yeah, deep, deep desire to be seen as a mushroom. <laughs> yeah. It's in the way that they are seen by us as well. And, and the fact that we don't see most of them as well. It's yeah. just, we just see these little tips, which I think kind of says a lot as well. Ooh. Um, and every, the majority of what's going on is actually just going on in the earth and, yes. and they'll be there long after we're gone. And yes. thank God, frankly, thank because God. they, they, <laughs> <laughs> they know what they're doing. I'm, we're in their safe hands. Totally. They can take over the earth. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Please, hurry Please. it up. <laughs> uh, let us join you. Um, so we've not got too much time left, but I wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of let everyone know what you've got coming up for yourself. Uh, where can we find you? Where, where will this new show on time be? What's going on in the near future? Yes, as I also retune for the next song. Um, yes, thank you for asking um you can find my album on spotify and bandcamp like the people say at the end of their sets <laughs> um and um the next time i'm performing i know you love this song 
Oh yeah. Um, the next time I'm performing will be at the Central Vermont Drag Ball oh, on so. March 11th at the Barry Labor Hall. And the next time I'll be performing music will be at Fresh Pressed Wednesday <laughs> at Radio Bean on March 15th, 9 p.m. Way past my bedtime. <laughs> Maybe it's not past your bedtime, though. You should come. <laughs> Fantastic. And have you got any uh, big plans uh, for clowning in the spring and summer? I feel like this is best seen almost un underneath sunlight, you know? I, I feel warm weather and this kind of music and vibe is, they go together hand in hand. I hope so. I got a show on April Fool's Day in Philly. Um, so we'll see. You know, it, it just keeps rolling. Mm. Anybody want to play outside with me? I want to play outside with you. Maybe we could have a pool and maybe <laughs> we could have bubbles. We should have bubbles. Oh, Foundations is a time in June, um, which is a retreat me and the moon expert help run. And you can learn how to be a clown at Foundations in beautiful Roe, Vermont. So much to say. Massachusetts, not Vermont. It's very close to here, but it's Massachusetts. It Roe, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Look it up. Yeah, I did a good job. It's at the Roe Center. <laughs> um, and then uh, last but not least uh, social medias because I know you are all over Insta yes at content clown you can find me on Instagram at content clown and uh, there's a lot of good content lots of content on the content clown it's something uh, that will Insta. make you content hopefully yes hopefully. Um, well it's been an absolute pleasure having you in uh, this it's is been very nice. I enjoyed talking to you. Oh, thank you very much. I've enjoyed talking to you too. This has been a lo I, lovely I, end to my Wednesday. Yeah, great Wednesday. I hope that you turn into a mushroom one day. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I'll let you know how that goes. And yeah. hopefully you'll be a mushroom as well and we can just communicate under communicate. the soil. and we'll, we'll Mycelium. Other know that we made it. Um, well, <laughs> we made what it. song have you got left to play us out with? Guess what? It's, it's a song about animals and it's called What Do the Birds Do? Butterfly who is the same as any other butterfly, and then I saw. 
To the birds do by con content clown. Content, content. I'm gonna go with content clown. I feel very content right now. <laughs> yeah. That was a lovely song, by the way. Thank you <laughs> thank so much. You, thank you so much. This was so fun. <laughs> this has been brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for so much coming in, and we're very much looking forward to your second album. Um, you. So when it comes out, please come back in again. Yeah. <laughs> this time on a, next time on a bike. And this time on a bike, yes. <laughs> Hopefully in the summer, we'll all bike together. Yeah. Uh, well, as I said, that's all we've got time for this evening. Uh, next week, please tune in. We've got Bella and the Notables coming in. But for now, this has been WOMMLP operating at Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's been The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proctor, and good night. Woohoo! Woo! Oh, that was wonderful. That was so yeah, fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for...